History, mystery, passion for telling the narrative of those who are no longer with us. Real people, real lives, with real stories to be told, even though they're now gone. It's the Grave Conversations Podcast, Season 1, Resurrecting Raymond, a son of Menasha, Wisconsin, who bravely fought and died for his country in World War II. His story went to the grave with his last known relative. Through research, dumb luck, and dedication, we will be able to paint a snapshot of a young man who gave everything for his country, including his life. The Grave Conversations Podcast starts now. And we're on. It is the Grave Conversations Podcast. My name is Fife. I'm here with Woody. Hello, everybody. And with Kat. Hi. It is time to get started today. Uh, episode four. Four, number four. Uh, we left off in episode three with, um, it was uh, it was kind of a gut punch uh, update from Raymond. Um, his last words in the letter were, I'll take Wisconsin any day. Right. And still a positive update from him. He was a very positive person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as we continue to talk about Raymond, we are getting these updates that we have from him from a company newsletter called The Nightmare. And it's a part of the George Bonta Publishing Company. And it has been a treasure trove of just information on Raymond. And, And a huge shout out to the Bonta Corporation for actually doing this and for keeping track of uh, the men and women who worked at that corporation then went off uh, and, and fought in this battle. They would get these letters and then post them. And it's really cool. And it's very heartwarming to, to, to go through these. It is. It's really cool. Um, one of the things, too, is the shout out to the Menasha Library and Menasha Historical Society because they both kept copies of every newsletter. Yeah. You know, who thinks to do that? Right. But these really are just a, a piece of history, and it's been really, really interesting to get some updates from it. So we're going to continue doing these updates from Raymond Novakovsky. He is a World War II soldier killed in 1945. There was about a month, maybe a month and a half left of the war uh, when he was killed in Wuzburg, Germany. And he was a part of the Rainbow Division, uh, which is a group that was basically built of men and women from all over the country. And I believe it was described as they called it the Rainbow Division because a rainbow shines from one end of our country to the other. Right. And it encompasses people of all color, religion, everything. Background, and the whole deal. It's really it's really a interesting. I love that they went with that name. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I understand, Nazis feared the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Those rainbow patches were people who fought harder and who fought more aggressively than the Nazis were used to. So that was one of the things that I had read in uh, uh, an article was that Nazis feared the rainbow. And I thought, that's kind of funny mm-hmm. and <laughs> also kind of awesome because, you know, we think of rainbows. Totally. You know, you think of rainbows like, here's a pot of gold at the end of that thing. <laughs> yeah, not exactly what I was thinking. Oh, or I was thinking like a rainbow is a thing of beauty. I wasn't thinking about making fun of Irish people. No, Lucky Charms. <laughs> That's what I was thinking Heck about. yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we've got a, another update from Raymond. Uh, what's what's the month on this one? Sure. So this one is from the June July nineteen forty four edition of the Nightmare. So this one says, Private Ray Novikovsky, who is in England, says the April issue of The Nightmare was swell. Hmm. He sends best wishes and congratulations to his buddy, Chris Vanden Vanden Brandon, on his service record of 25 years with the GBP Co. So, George Bonta Publishing Company. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Ray is looking forward to meeting some of the local boys stationed in England with whom he has been in touch by letter. He sends his greetings and a cheerio to the boys of the lockup department with a promise to write at greater length in the near future. And an earlier letter, Ray told of seeing Joe Lewis perform at one of the camps. How cool is that? You get to see one of the greatest boxers of all time box at one of the camps. Do I I have a question? Do you think that Joe Lewis boxed? Someone from the like someone from the army. Like, hey Ooh. you, Steve, you get to get your grill knocked in by Joe Lewis. Okay. If I'm Steve, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna pass on that. Hard pass. No thank you. Um yeah, it's just it's cool that, you know, here we are. Again, another update. We know that uh Raymond, who lived such a short life, mm-hmm. he really did not get to live a wonderful, full life and all the things that he did miss out on. There are some things that he got to experience before he died, and that makes me happy. I mm-hmm. love that he got to see Scotland. I love that he got to see Joe Lewis fight. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these things that, um, although he had such a short time on this earth, that he got to experience, and that makes me happy that he had those experiences. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, it'll always make me sad that he never got to come home. He didn't marry. He didn't have children. Um, and I always As wonder, far as we know. As far as we know. The Scotch lassies. <laughs> it's true. It's very possible. That's I mean, true. it's very possible. Um, hmm. But the thing is, uh, as far as coming home, getting married, and, and being able to go back to work at the Bonta Corporation and being able to live out a, a full life, it, it bums me out that he didn't get to have that or experience that. And I always wonder what it would have been if he did come home. And, you know, I don't know why. I guess it's just because around here, since I moved to Wisconsin, I always see these VFWs and I always see these mm-hmm. guys going in to drink. I just picture him sitting around with his buddies, talking war stories, having a beer. Playing cards. Yeah. You know, shooting darts. Well, Brian, or sorry, Fife and I were talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to call you that. Uh, the other day, um, I was thinking, you know, what would his story have been if he got to come home? Um, mm. So just a quick rendering of the story I imagined was oh. he comes home, he gets married uh, to a girl he knew in high school who was a year younger, Ooh. scandalous. Her name was Mary. Ooh, Mary, uh, Mary. He lives next door to his brother, Don. Okay. Um, and Ray and Mary end up having two kids. They get married in 46. Mm. Their first kid is born in 47, mm-hmm. girl named Susan. Forty-nine. They have a boy, Robert. He goes by Bobby. Um, And, you know, they have a blast. They have a lot of fun. Don actually ends up getting married in this life. Um, He doesn't have any kids. They can't have kids, but has a great marriage. Um, And got to raise his niece and nephew. Right, right, right. right. Especially they live right next door. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's go to Uncle Donnie's house and get some candy. Exactly. And Susan says, you know, it was like having two sets of parents, and it was really fun. And her dad and Uncle Don would, like, put on these hilarious skits together, and they were hilarious. They were so fun. And her mom always taught her, like, you know, dad was a real hero. Um, He saved all of these people in this war. 
And dad doesn't necessarily talk a lot about the war, but he does talk about, you know, the places he got to see. Mm -hmm. And then for his 50th wedding anniversary, he takes Mary to Europe. And they see all of those places. You've thought about this pretty in depth. Right. I like and, that. And That's he legit. says like, that, that, you know. Could have happened. Right. And he says this time going with Mary and having her by his side is even better than seeing it the first time. Wow. And then so Bobby, he does end up going into Vietnam. Mm. He wants to, you know, kind of walk in his dad's footsteps. Yeah. Um, but he comes home. And, you know, it's not the same celebration that his dad had coming home. Mm -hmm. But, you know, his dad tells him, I'm really proud of you. Um, And when Bobby was in Vietnam, he actually helped with some of the medic stuff. And he ends up later becoming a doctor. And he moves to Milwaukee. He delivers his twin daughters, which is pretty cool. She really thought this <laughs> Holy cow. I love it, though. I wish that this was the life that Raymond got to live. I right. wish that Nazi bullet missed. But unfortunately, that's not the case. No. And, and it just it bums me out because I really think that his life, had he gotten to live it to the fullest, could have affected so many others in a positive way. Because right. clearly he's a positive person. Oh, exactly. Everything he writes, there's a positive spin on it. Absolutely. And I think that that's fantastic. Um, so let's move on. Uh, what's our what's our next update from Raymond? Yep. So next one is from August 1944. It says, Private Ray Novikovsky sends greetings from England and hopes he can make arrangements to meet the boys he knows over there in Birmingham. So a real short one. Um, obviously, there's probably a lot going on, but he's still looking to continue to make those connections, which is cool. And that's uh, that's something that they keep highlighting uh, in these in these letters. Raymond keeps talking about meeting up with local boys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I imagine in wartime it's not the easiest to do, but there are large groups of men that are now coming to, to England and to France, and they're starting to get ready to go um, – to the front to to start to march into Germany and and end this war. So the opportunities are getting greater for him to maybe run into some of the local Menasha guys who he probably would have hung out with at the VFW having a beer and playing cards after this war came to an end. Absolutely. So our next update. Okay, next one is from September 1944. And this one is, for the second time, Private Ray Novikovsky has celebrated his birthday anniversary, September 25th, since he arrived in England. He says it was an enjoyable affair. Recently, he met Private Harry Landsgren of Menasha at the Red Cross, where they had a good time talking about the hometown and their mutual friends. Yeah. A couple of things that stand out. Red Cross tent. They right. met there. Again. And he was a mm-hmm. junior Red Cross yep, member. In high school, yeah, he was. Um, Harry Lanskin, we couldn't find anything on. Mm-mm. Not much of anything. Only that um, Harry did come home. He lived until August of 1973. That's that's pretty much all we could find on him. Um, I get a little uh, a little sad here because that, that is Raymond's last birthday that he celebrates. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is. I didn't think of that. He will die before he has another birthday. Mm-hmm. So he spent his last two in the military. In England. And, and it really, it just, like, even talking about it right now, I'm just, I hate that. I hate knowing that that was the last birthday celebration he had. You two are really emotionally connected to Oh, my Raymond. gosh, yeah. I feel like we think about him all the time. I, I think about him, too, and when we were doing research and things on him, looking him up, 
Um, but you guys are like invested, like you're like this is your brother or we uncle go and or clean off his gravestone. Yeah, no, no, um, and, and I get when it gets that. covered up with the snow and stuff. We we we've, we've been going back and and taking care of it, and it, it is. I feel like the day that her and I went in and we started going through this book, and every time we learned a new piece of of Raymond or his life, I just felt like it would get more and more connected. Right. Well, and then, I mean, we've gone and done other things. Like we went to mass at his church. Um, you know, we saw where that was. We saw, I mean, we walked up to the front where during his funeral, his body probably was. Um, it, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. Beautiful church, by the it way. St. Mary's in Menashe is gorgeous. Is it? Absolutely hmm. gorgeous. I'll actually throw some pictures up. Um, if you text grave to three one Oh one one, you can uh, see some photos of the church. I'll uh, I'll put those up, and uh, it really um, sitting in there and knowing because that church is old, and mm-hmm. you can tell it's old, but it's beautiful. Knowing that that's probably the same way it looked, yeah, the same structure, the same you know, layout. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, knowing that Raymond once saw that, and now I'm looking at it all these years later. Again, I felt this weird connection, and it just it feels like. I don't know, man. I I feel like he is a family member now. I I feel like he's in my mind. He's become this family member, and it's become a passion to not let his story die, which is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I also think, as weird as this might sound, sometimes it seems like he's been there with us, like kind of pushing us and helping us find things. I I feel that too. Absolutely feel that. Mm-hmm. Um. Some of the things we're still going to talk about that hasn't even come up yet mm-hmm. <laughs> will make you go, what? Yeah, this is not true. This is not possible. Right. So we'll get to more of that in a few minutes here. Um, let's go ahead and do the next update. We got a new picture of Raymond with this update. Yeah, a really sweet picture. It's him smiling. This is from the November, December uh, 1944 edition of The Nightmare. We do have two little updates this month. So the first one, again, is this picture. Great picture, great hair, again. Um, really smiley. He's got um, his uniform on, and it says private first class. So he's been promoted to private first class. Ray Novikovsky looks great, according to his picture taken in London recently when the former stoneman was enjoying a seven-day leave. He has been overseas more than one and one-half years. So I think it's important to note here, um, because it says that he was overseas at this point for a year and a half, that uh, when he did get overseas, that's when he moved from the Ordnance Department, mm-hmm. which was the department that uh, basically procured all the weapons and the um, things needed to create the weapons and stuff like that. That right. is when he transferred over to the Rainbow Division. So um, it should be noted that once he got overseas, that's when that happened. Yeah. He's doing a good job. So uh, what's our next update? Yep. So this is, uh, again, same newsletter. It's just another update from it. It says, Private Ray Novikovsky appears to be enjoying life in England. He plays at the pivot spot on the company's basketball team. So he went from forward to pivot. Uh, they have won three games. And then um, the next part is a direct quote. It says, I expect to leave soon and shall endeavor to visit Scotland and spend some time in London. I would appreciate it very much if some of the boys would drop me a line once in a while. I hope the lockup team will do some tall bowling this year. Regards to them all. Now, this guy is so positive that 
He doesn't even, and maybe I'm just the competitive nature in me, but he said, we won three games. How many did you lose? How many did you play total? <laughs> What's your record? Because, yeah. you know, but he's just like, hey, we won three games. It's awesome. Right. I'd be like, we won three, but we lost 14. <laughs> Which, um, <laughs> if you were on the court, let's, let's, let's be for real here. You'd probably lose more than that. I don't know. He's pretty, pretty tall good. and athletic. Hey, eighth grader. Soccer, soccer eighth player. grader. My team went undefeated champions in eighth grade. How nice. much did you play? The whole game. There's only like I went to a <laughs> small Catholic school. There's like six guys in the team. <laughs> Me seven. Okay, fine. Just thought soccer players weren't good at anything else. Wow. Now I do need to know. So what's the difference between a forward and a pivot? Because I don't know anything about so, this. So uh, my guess is a pivot would be something that they call the center. What we'd call a center, where they post up a lot and they, you know, they. So you might have been a taller guy, which. He doesn't look super tall, but I guess right. back then, none of the, maybe a lot of the guys weren't taller. But That's true. I don't know. Called different positions then. It's cool to, um, to watch because, you know, you think wartime. You think, oh, they're constantly out on the field. They're not. They get their leaves. You know, they get their rest periods. Um, we read about that, and we'll share more about that later on um, with the days of uh, the final days of Raymond's life, which, we again, we'll get into detail about. Um but they had their downtime when they would go back and they would be in an area that's more secure, um, not necessarily a base, but um, they would take a city back and they would have that city and then it was secured, you know, around it so that they couldn't come under fire. So there was right. time for them to play basketball. There mm-hmm. was time for them to write these letters and things like that. Well, and I think it's so cool, again, that he gets to go on leave again and he's going to travel again to see more, which I think is really neat, again, that he's just taking that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll move on with our next update. All right. So um, this is from the March-April 1945 edition. Um, This is a really important one, um, both because of what is contained in it, but also this is the last one. Kind of. Well, yeah. <laughs> last one that he writes. Right? It's the second from last one that he writes. So this is, I guess, the last regular one. Let's say that. So it says, Private Ray Novikovsky writes that he has been transferred from England to France, arriving there on the 1st of February. And direct quote from him, Things are happening fast to us infantry riflemen. We've seen a lot of France and should soon be seeing German soil soon. Or, sorry, should be seeing German soil soon. Apparently, I can't read. We're now attached to the 7th Army, but tomorrow we leave for our division and nearer to the front. So, again, he's saying things are happening really fast. We went from England, which, you know, England wasn't going to be occupied by Nazis. They were still fighting. But then going to France, that's a that's a pretty big transition. Right. Um, and saying, you know, infantry riflemen, they're going to be on the front line. And um, that is the last update that they got um, before they found out that Raymond was killed in action. That was the final update. Right. Um, so there's literally maybe two months left there before Raymond dies. Right. So um, we have found that there was a book in existence that actually followed the Rainbow Division. And we're going to be talking about that. Um, I want to read the last update here that the nightmare printed on Raymond. And this is not an easy one. 
So get ready for it. The headline is Ray Novakovsky added to the shop gold star role. Uh, it says popular lockup man, fourth from the plant to give life, killed in Germany April 17th. Raymond A. Novakovsky, son of Mr. and Mrs. Max Novakovsky, 617 17th Street, 7th Street, excuse me, and member of the lockup department prior to entering the service, was killed in action April 17th in Germany. According to a War Department telegram received by his parents, Ray is the fourth Bonta man to give his life in this war, and many friends and co-workers in the plant mourn his death with a deep feeling of personal loss. Ray had been in the Army two years at the time of his death, spent most of that time overseas. He corresponded regularly, and his letters were always filled with news of a brighter side of Army life. He told of his trips to London, Scotland, and the fortunes of his company basketball team of which he was a member. There was always a word about the more than satisfactory to him, Chow. <laughs> uh, he had been transferred from the ordinance to infantry shortly after arriving overseas, and his last letter to arrive to Mr. Thickens was written April 13th. Mm. Four so days before. He wrote it and he sent it, mm-hmm. and it tells something of his experiences during the fighting in Germany. Quoted in full. This is the one full letter that we actually did get from him, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until recently it was a full letter. I don't know how I missed that line, but um, this is the last thing that Raymond sent. Raymond said, I received your most welcome letter March 19th, about a week ago, up at the front. Right now, we're getting our rest period, so I have some time to write you all of the things up here. First, I'm on the 42nd Division, and I'm sorry to say that I'm not allowed to send you the arm patch of it. Can bet one thing, though, and that's that no one else in the service from the mill has one but myself. Imagine the papers back home have given quite the write-up as we pushed the crowds a long way back since our last push. A little description of the country, Germany. For one thing, it's an agricultural country, and also... <sighs> A lovely scenic place. My wife's over here, man. Choking me up. (laughs) Uh, One strange thing are the houses and barns. They're built together. Also, the people Hmm. have to walk to the corner well to get their water. I can write you that we are in Woosburg, and of course, a battle. We had to get it. We'll tell you more of the happenings when I get home, as I'm not allowed to write about it. Incidentally... The Air Force of ours is doing... Again, here we go with the positive. (laughs) You're killing me, Kat. This is where the positive spin comes in. Incidentally, our Air Force of ours is doing a darn swell job for us. And boys, do we sure appreciate it. Well, don't forget that swell bunch of lockup boys for me. I can't wait to get back to them. And once again... (laughs) She's killing me, man. I'm ignoring her. I, I can't look. She's making me tear up. I mean, the story's making me tear up, too. Um, Anyway, uh, and once again, I want to work with them and also for you. Um, Guess that's all I have for you at the moment, so I'll write you more later on. Uh, He says, I'm slowly but surely getting some of those souvenirs enclosed uh, in a couple of marks. I'll show you all of it when I come marching home, regardless to all the best of you at the mill. Oh, I love hate this one. <laughs> <laughs> and then four days later, he was uh, 
taken down by a Nazi bullet. So, uh, positive spin again. Uh, he is one of five people who died from the Bonta Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, so one more uh, would pass away within the next month and a half until the war came to an end. But very clearly looking forward to going home. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he felt like we're there. We're almost there, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, he knows he's about to come home. So what's crazy is uh, when following the story that we have as far as the movements of the military uh, at this time, his specific division, um, we are able to pretty much figure out exactly where he was killed, um, which I think we'll, uh, we'll let that be its own podcast. So Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get into that. And um, also I think we need to talk about uh, his body and what happened with it. um, And updates too. On the next podcast. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll begin the next podcast uh, next week. And we appreciate everybody who's been listening. You can text GRAVE to 31011 if you'd like the info sent right to your phone. There's a Twitter and uh, Facebook link there as well, which we'd love for you to follow. We would love for you to let us know what you think yeah. of the uh, of the podcast. and uh, Or if you have uh, any, any updates, any information you'd like to share along, yeah. or if you have a fun, wonderful story of, of someone in your community, local community, we're not going to be going out to Tallahassee, Florida. Um, that you know could be on Unless future podcast. Yeah, now so they'll put that in the budget here. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm all for going you know to what? Tallahassee. I take that back. I take that back. We'll ask Duke if he can fit, fit the bill. Right? Duke's our boss. Yeah, Duke's our boss. Oh, um, you know what? I didn't mention this. I'm sorry. Come back. I didn't mention this. He mentions a Mr. Thickens uh, in his letter and how he says I, I uh, hope to keep writing to you. That was the president of the Bonta Corporation, who corresponded with all of the soldiers that wrote to him. Yeah, Bonta was an awesome company. Right. Well, and also um, it talks about the fact that, oh, I'm sorry, I can't send you my arm patch. So Mr. Thickens, that that president of uh, Bonta, he was displaying all of those patches from all of the Bonta men in their company so that everybody could see what all of these amazing men, these employees were doing. Yeah. Um, Ray's company, again, wouldn't um, let him send that. I mean, this is a pretty special uh, company that he mm-hmm. was in. Um, but pretty cool that uh, Mr. Thickens was honoring them that way. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to grab a photo of the Rainbow Company patch and put that up on the uh, landing page for the Grave Conversations podcast as well. Again, text GRAVE to 31011. Thank you to everybody who's been joining us on this journey. And we look forward to continuing it next week.